0: What's up, y'all? It's your favorite podcast, Beyond the Set, your go-to for everything that happens behind the curtains of your illustrious universities and colleges. This is K-Ron, one of your hosts.
1: Amber. And Janaya, And today we're going to be talking about the stress that comes with achieving your goals. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Yeah, our topic for this week is breaking down our mindset when it comes to striving for something, the different processes we use, and the obstacles that come with it. But wait, we have a surprise for our audience this episode. Today we're bringing somebody I knew way back when in the sandbox. Just kidding. A grade school friend and is now doing his thing and making a name for himself at the number one public HBCU and in the music industry. Ethan Harris.
2: Ooh. So everyone say hi
0: to Welcome Ethan. To Ethan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello. Um,
2: my name is Ethan Harris. I am a first year pharmacy major hailing from Lakeland, Florida. And yeah.
3: Yeah. central Florida okay (laughs) middle of nowhere but it's okay (laughs) let's start with the juicy one Ethan describe a goal that you tried to accomplish but you just couldn't achieve it ooh Mm -hmm. which one (laughs) 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 um
2: I say soccer (laughs) soccer soccer was definitely a different one but
3: how how so? uh
2: I played it for a while. I played it since, like, elementary schoolish, And then it got to a point where I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. It's it's a lot. It was taking a lot out of my time, out of my... Uh, <laughs>
3: okay, so when did you, like, figure out, okay, I'm done with this? Um, sophomore year, sophomore year. high school? Okay.
0: Yeah. High school? I played it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
3: And you're still okay. not good. It was... <laughs> <no>? <laughs> That's a <nerd>. <laughs> Um... <laughs>
2: It was good up until, I think, like, starting freshman year. And then I tried out, and I got weighed over my head. It was a lot. I was dealing with a lot. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. It took a lot of energy. I feel that. But it was okay. (laughs) But
0: on a positive note, I heard you received your AA while in high school. What? What?
3: (laughs) AA. I did. Congratulations. (laughs) Okay.
2: uh, (laughs) So, technically a junior, yeah. Yeah.
1: You're technically
3: a junior. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. so good. I yeah. Yeah, okay. so the only reason I'm doing pharmacy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a big
0: accomplishment. So that my, brings my question. What were some of the obstacles you faced while trying
2: to acquire that? And what were your influences? I definitely could not play. I couldn't play in a band for two years. That broke my heart because I was like, I came from middle school playing trombone. And I came from high school playing in the marching band so that was yeah mm. that was especially after COVID so I was like okay I guess it's kind of an easier transition now because mm. I took a break from it mm. um influences my mom she really wanted me to get get an AA that was the plan since like forever she was like you're getting this <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: okay. first one in the family so oh that's
3: good <laughs> so what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, are you in marching 100 or mm-hmm. have you ever thought of it
2: I did. Uh-huh. I thought it was like a fever dream. I was like, okay, this is going to be great. I'll be in the marching band at FAMU. Yeah. And then I saw how much they practiced. And- right, <laughs> <laughs> in right, that blazing sun. <laughs> sun, rain, rain, sun rain, rain, snow, everything.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a job on top of it. It's school band, school band, mm-hmm. nothing yeah. else.
2: It's just yeah. them and their yeah. instrument. Yeah. That's right. their if anything, I would join the jazz ensemble, because that's less work, but it's still fun. So, yeah this question is for the
0: whole table well not really a question describe a time where you did achieve your goal despite other adversities and we can start with janine
1: wait no come back to me <laughs> 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 and
0: we kind of got ethan's answer so mm-hmm. amber are you yeah. right?
3: oh god i i gotta think back. Never
0: mind. Way back
1: Right.
0: I, I, I can give one example mm-hmm. um one example that i could have is track or whatever because i don't want to say track is like it's like a heteronormative like sport or whatever so it's a lot of toxic toxic masculinity at least on the men's track team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was like me or whatever i had to deal with that and it was like i was like put like there was some bias towards me that i wouldn't be fast enough or whatever i couldn't compare to the other people on the team just because you know me mm-hmm. but then i felt like that also gave me something to prove or whatever because in the beginning you know you just keep your head down but despite you keeping your head down people will still you know look under your head and still try to find something you know to bash you about right. but then like i said that motivated me from my junior because i only started track my junior year and i started my junior year and then i went into my senior year and i became track captain okay. and then we we went to states so with our four by 18. so that's something you know and it's just to prove that despite people you know hating on you just for things you can't change mm-hmm. you can like show up and show out and prove that you're better than them. no shade
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I was back in New York uh, at community college, I had auditioned for a play. Um, <laughs> Theater. Yes. And so um, I I've grown up going to auditions and performing, but I was also very very shy, so it didn't really work out for me because my shyness would have been like it would like hold me hold me back from just doing my best and excelling in that field. So I was like, okay, it's a little play. I could probably get in, but maybe not. And like just hearing all the other like contenders, my peers singing in the audition room, I was like, oh shit. Alright, <laughs> I'm not I I can't do this. So um it was my turn. I was shy. They're making me feel comfortable. So I did my thing, you know. Did my thing. And I had to wait, I think, like about two weeks or a week for a call back. And eventually I got it. I got the call back. So I went, I had to perform again. And I had to wait again. A lot of waiting. I was, was it like, easier that
2: time?
3: No, it wasn't. <laughs> to be honest, it wasn't. Because it's like, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. Because it's like, out of all the people that auditioned, I got chosen. Mm-hmm. um you know so it kind of gave me a little hope but at the same time i was still like really really fucking scared and i was like i, I don't really think i could do it. i don't belong here i felt a lot of um imposter syndrome yeah, that's yeah. Scary. um yeah so i went to the call back i auditioned again i did i feel like i did terrible terrible absolutely terrible <laughs> And so just during that, that waiting, just like a lot of like thoughts, like you're not good enough, you're, you're not going to get it. Da, da, da. And eventually I never got it. <laughs> I never got it. I like wish thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I auditioned again uh, for next semester's play and I, I got a role. Okay. So I was in the play. As, As the ensemble. <laughs> 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 but your goal was to be in the
1: morning. right. But it you were was. In it
3: was. And so... <laughs> and so, like, listen. When I tell you, like, no offense to my castmates. Like, they did a really good job. We worked, right? Um, But, like... You would have ate there. I would have ate there, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> like, the the director, he, he was also a student. He was a student director, He's like, listen, I regret it. I would just choose different people, you know, to sing and do parts differently. And he looked at me, and I was like, oh, I bet. <laughs> right, right. But I had a lot of fun, like just like when you are like involved in something, it's not really much about, you know, okay, I'm gonna win, I'm I'm gonna be the best. Like, yeah, you can come with that mindset, but it's just about just.
2: It's a collective
3: thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like just enjoying yourself and being in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just it's it's learning too, learning is what can you get from that that experience. It's yeah, like you said, it's collective. Right. So, yeah.
1: A time where I did achieve my goal despite Honestly, I would say I know I haven't graduated yet but I've already applied for graduation. So like I'm just mm-hmm. gonna count it as a goal that I'm um, graduated from college. But <clears throat> like I mean we've talked about it like how old I am, I'm not gonna say it again. But <laughs> but um but me like starting school like a few years ago I think that I honestly bit off more than what I could chew. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just involved in a lot of things. I was on a royal court. I was in a mentor Mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. I was in a professional engineering fraternity. I was on the engineering leadership board
3: and another
1: committee for the (laughs) E-School. Yeah, and it was just like so many, it's like I wasn't involved in just like little things where, you know, like, oh, you you stress, stress stress-free things. I was involved in a lot of stuff that was very demanding. So school became like just a second thought for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to like just take a step back and I remained absent just like gather myself together. And honestly, at one point, I didn't think that I was going to come back. I was just like, you know, whatever. But I came back and now after like a year and a half, I'm graduating. So. (laughs) That's
0: the thing that a lot of us deal with. It's. um... We try to be overachievers, you know, right. because of a lot of competition. Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Well, some people will, And especially if you surround yourself with a lot of people who do try to do so much, then you feel as though you have to, you know, match with what they're doing. Because right. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. yeah. I remember during high school, it was like, if I had a, a minute of time, I was in a new club or I yeah. started a new mm-hmm. um. Um, club or I was in a non-profit and my mom was like you're spreading yourself too thin and Mm -hmm. I didn't know until the point where it was like I was confused as to why I was doing it anymore and like I lost all motivation you know and then that's when we have to realize that it's okay to take a step back and it's not that it's not a sign of weakness or it's not a sign that you can't do it it's just that you know you have to you have to like know your limits or at right. least prioritize yeah. your stuff. Yeah. Prioritize your goals. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent true. I've been dealing with that a lot lately. Like, um, just balancing school, work, social life, and like just like being a mom, like it's it's a whole lot. Um, that's another job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it really is. So just taking it one step at a time looking at different methods to, you know, organize my life and, you know, see what I can prioritize, like, you know, mm-hmm. so.
0: So I hear a lot about our problems and stuff that come with a goal, but yet we're still achieving them.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So
0: what is some advice um, when your plan to obtain your goal doesn't go according to plan, you know?
3: Cry. Cry for a few
1: minutes, but definitely keep going, yeah. like, I would say honestly, like you said, with losing like motivation when you're just doing things, I think the when you start to feel yourself kind of like losing sight of like your goal or not losing sight of your goal but like losing sight of the reason why, that's like the perfect time to take a step back yeah. because then, you know, to avoid being burnt out, to avoid just like completely giving up, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. then it's best to just sit back and just recall your purpose like why am i doing this do i enjoy it and if i don't enjoy it why am i trying like you know who am i trying to impress and just you know really think about all those kind of things and then that'll that'll help you decide even if it's something that you should continue to pursue or change course. And it's okay to change, you know, what you're doing, too, sometimes. Or change the way that you're trying to accomplish your goals. So, yeah.
0: And then your get-back is even stronger now that you exactly. had a little resting period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. Academic weapons. Right. <laughs> Ethan, what about you? What is some advice?
2: I'm not to the point where I can give advice. <laughs> 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 on this right now. But you got your AA. Um, I did. Surprisingly, I have no clue. <laughs> time management time management is definitely a big must. Mm-hmm. Um when it comes to like achieving your goals. When
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I don't have the best time management at all.
3: Me neither. Me and I whole, for real. <laughs> I would be thinking I have so much time but really I don't I look Literally. outside and it's dark I'm like what? damn yeah, I'm I didn't do anything in. yeah <laughs> right. I didn't do shit <laughs> my bad uh, I'll try again tomorrow Tomorrow the same thing
2: yeah. <laughs> like, any spare free time I
3: use st-
2: staring at a wall yeah
3: <laughs> but that
1: just goes to show that like you don't get it right every single day exactly so it's like the best advice mm-hmm. like you said is just to keep going keep going keep practicing just yeah. practice exactly. like you're not gonna get it right the first I can, time right I kind of exactly. have an example mm-hmm. um
0: When I was trying to find a way to go to college, um, I grew up in like a house with five other sisters. I'm the oldest and my mom, who, a single mom, and she got her degree. Um, But whatchamacallit, she's in debt and she's like, she told me never be in debt, whatever, whatever. That's how you got them scholarships.
3: Yeah, my goal was to
0: find a way. So I tried Mm -hmm. for bad futures. It was not working because I'm not a good test taker Mm -hmm. I know people say it but it was like and it was I was just right there and every single time it was like one point off so I was like Mm -hmm. but I'm going to school for free regardless Mm -hmm. so I just applied and I applied rejection after rejection but I trusted the process Mm -hmm. and I and I had like confidence in myself that like if, if it's supposed to be for me, and, like, if God is going to grant it to me, then right. it will be granted. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now I'm going to school for free because I trusted the process. And I just yeah. found another path, you know, to find a way to go to college. So it's like, don't give up. Take your breaks, because breaks are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really And are. then just keep going. Persistence is key. Yeah. So,
3: so how, how did you deal with rejection?
0: Oh, at first it was terrible. At first, it was terrible, like, because I wasn't just applying for scholarships; I was also applying for schools, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the best way for me to do it is like I do it like all together. Like I apply for a whole bunch, you know, at Mm -hmm. the same time. Yeah. So it's like, if if it's a whole bunch of rejections and it's that one acceptance or that one congratulations, then it's good. And y'all off topic, but it's like. If it doesn't say congratulations in the beginning, you didn't get it, right?
3: Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> don't don't even it. continue it. Or if you don't, if you don't feel, isn't it like the thick package? I don't know if they yeah. still do mm-hmm. it. If You don't feel that? Sorry, boo. But yeah. Next one.
0: Um, but with rejection, I remember I didn't get rejected from a school. I think I got um, not. I got deferred. I got deferred okay. from Howard, and then mm-hmm. I was like forget how because i was like that felt like i was being friend-zoned you know it was really? like yeah. you're not rejected you're not yeah. accepted you're just there here yeah, yeah. yeah it's
1: like mm, maybe we'll pick you out of the bunch later <laughs> yeah, but yeah
0: i guess also because i had a drive i had a goal that i was not going to pay for school mm-hmm. it was like when i got rejected from certain scholarships I wasn't angry. I was like, okay, what could I have done better? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I immediately analyzed everything. It's like, okay, so next time when I do an interview, I'm going to do it like this. My essay is going to be more thorough. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And I'm going to apply for more. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Did they give you feedback on the thing so that you knew what to, like, improve on? Or you just (laughs) kind of had to do, like, your own reflection? Yeah. Okay. Because
0: I made a lot of mistakes. Like, I procrastinated sometimes. Mm -hmm. My essays were grammatically... And it took months, like...
1: Right.
0: From August... To December applying didn't get anything until January February mm-hmm. and that's when by that when time December I would have said bye I'm getting a little mad yeah because like it's like weren't you in school at the
3: same time I, I so was, how were you balancing that's why burnout
0: that's why I said burnout. Yeah. like I my my schedule was like this I was also full time dual enrollment so I received my A as well oh, but what you want call it it would be from nine to three no nine to two I was in class. Go to my high school, and two to three, I was in a club or a nonprofit. Then from three to six, I would do track or cross country. Then from six, oh six goodness. to stop to midnight right. Six to midnight or six to two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm over here writing essays or applying for college or whatever, just to just to get it done. You know.
1: Yeah, mm. that's a lot. Yeah. Honestly, when I, <laughs> when I was in high school, okay, I graduated with, like, with honors, and I had over, like, a 4.0, but I was like, doing enrollment is a no for me, because mm-hmm. of the, you know, like, the the schedule, like, it's yeah. so... Demanding? Yeah, it's demanding, and then I was playing sports in high school, too, literally year-round. I played basketball, and then played flag football, mm-hmm. and I was just like... I taking, see you as
0: a flag football
1: player. Yeah, I took your AP, your honors classes, and I was like, that's it, yeah. like... Like you said, burnout. I already felt like I was through. And then, I don't know how you did it. Senioritis is a real thing. No. It really is. <laughs> like- I
0: wasn't. I was because I finished my college classes in like, um, whatever, like April, mm-hmm. like in the March. But I was also taking two additional dual enrollment at this other university. And I thought I was done. Like, I gave up. I didn't even look at the other assignments for the other thing for, like, a good two, three weeks. And then I was like, okay, let's just lock in and mm-hmm. let's actually graduate from high school. So, yeah, that's when, whatever. That's
1: good that you kept going. Not a lot of people are able to, like, accomplish that. So, that's really good. Mm-hmm. So, y'all are technically juniors. Y'all are not freshmen. Y'all yeah. are freshmen at FAM, I guess. Right. But, yeah. like, as credit-wise, y'all are juniors. Yeah, that it's is good. really good. So, you're graduating in two years.
0: Yeah, but I'm planning <coughs> on double majoring so okay. I could be class of 25 and 27,
1: you know? Okay, okay.
0: Like, I want international or public relations
1: mm-hmm. and
0: civil engineering so I could own my own firm. That's my oh, plan.
1: Okay. So I wish I could double a major. You're in pharmacy, so yeah, you're going <laughs> <laughs> to be here for a while. You're going to so be here for a while. The only reason I'm doing pharmacy,
2: though,
0: is an
1: eight year
2: program anywhere else, and then mm-hmm. family is a six year program. And yeah. then with AA, is four years
1: now. So. And you can stay in one place and get your... Yeah. P- well, is it PhD or is it doctor?
2: Doctor, doctor pharmacy. pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's good. Yeah. But I'm definitely not staying in that for long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little secret money. Uh-huh. I was like, you can't money. Yeah. <laughs> we talked
0: about rejection, <clears throat> adversities, and competition. So what do you think are some influences for people to be so competitive? You know?
1: mm-hmm. Social, Social media. Social media like hustle culture is literally killing us like it's really (laughs) really killing us and then too I think another influence is like the economy low key because everything is like just so expensive Mm -hmm. and yeah and like being like a young adult America, yeah and then being like a young adult coming into that it's like you just want to do good especially if you come from like a family like you said you had a single mom and You know, like, just watching your, watching, like, your parents struggle to, like, take care of you and stuff like that. It's like, you just want to make sure that you graduate and, like, do good and Mm -hmm. have money and be, like, self-sustainable or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's like a huge, at least for me, fi- finances is a huge like motivation for me.
0: Yeah, that's real. it's mm-hmm. scary. We don't. A lot of us, especially in like the black community, we don't want to go back where we came from. Absolutely. Like yeah. mm-hmm. we want we want to build a new foundation and then bring that to motivate our children and like yeah. our it's future that we wealth. can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Um, like what do you think are so some influences for people to be so competitive? Oh,
3: yeah, like I agree with Janaya, definitely social media, a wholesale culture. Mm-hmm. Um, just I feel like the best way to just ignore that is just social media detoxing. As hard as it, as it is, it's it should be mm, it should be a priority, to yeah. be honest.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, about to
2: back off of what you said though.
1: Like, Mm
2: -hmm. I felt like I was, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum with that.
1: Okay. Like,
2: because I came from a, well, I'm in a generation where it's, like, my parents and my aunts, like, they were in that, what most people are doing right now. They were, Mm -hmm. like, I want to build something for my children. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm stuck here. I felt stuck for a while. I was, like, well, I have, that da 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 -da 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 what am I supposed to do now? Like, I can't, yeah, I didn't know how to achieve anything. Like, I knew how to achieve, but I didn't know, like... I didn't have that same job.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I was... I felt kind of behind. Like, okay. yeah. Because they were a step ahead. Of, yeah, like, they were doing out. everything so wow. well. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to keep up. Folks.
0: So like, you didn't
1: have nothing to, like, really yeah. fight for Well, Ethan's whatever.
0: one less person to worry about. Oh! So? just me. <laughs> 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 speaking
1: of um, hustle, hustle culture, what... What, was y'all in high school during covid yes. yeah clearly because you're a freshman <laughs> but um maybe you remember i don't know maybe y'all remember but like the forex thing oh yeah y- y'all know the forex I, thing? I actually yeah i thought
3: for so many forex, pyramids for exchange
1: functions. market
3: yeah no. y'all don't oh, remember y'all forex, don't forex? <laughs> what oh, everybody was speak- like yo you should join forex oh speaking,
0: yeah yeah is
1: that that money thing? Yeah, yeah, it's like It was like ML, an MLM thing. Yeah. And basically, like, <laughs> and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because we were just talking about hustle culture. <laughs> but, like, okay, Forex, Forex is the foreign exchange market. That mm-hmm. is a real thing. But they were trying to get us to sign up for, it was basically an MLM. You get paid off of how many people you, you sign up. Almost like the T's. Almost like the T's. Lord, y'all probably don't even know about Avon, do
3: you? Woo, Avon lady.
1: Y'all don't, know about- I okay. don't remember A1? Okay, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> our, our age is showing. Our age is showing. Oh, okay, no. but It's the multi-level marketing. So you yeah. get paid off of how many people sign up under you. So that's what it was. But like... They would get on freaking Instagram or whatever every single day, yelling at everybody, yeah. <laughs> talking about some. Do y'all want to be broke, niggas? Is broke out here, look yeah. at my chain. Jumping for an exchange market, you niggas sleeping in your mom's oh, house. Oh, yeah. I
0: saw, and then they're trying to do something similar now. And probably I, I saw Sexy Red and little Wayne. They were actually promoting promoting it, it. Oh. during COVID.
1: Like during COVID, that junk got so big, especially mm. within the black community. And it was like because you know everybody was going through financial struggles during COVID. Yeah especially young people like we didn't you in school you ain't got nothing to do so it was like something to do oh stock market the black community don't really know anything about, about the stock, stock market yeah. so we're trying to teach ourselves so you think like oh this older person is gonna like help us or whatever mm-hmm. and man they was getting on instagram cussing out everybody i was like you niggas is broke and right. look at my chain y'all need to get your and money and then the up. bio would be like Come, forex hell yeah <laughs> right? forex, yeah forex, forex, forex investor everybody. yeah it was crazy but like yeah that that right there i think that that just like just skyrocketed hustle culture yeah, and yeah. it just turned into like other things people selling mm-hmm. ebooks and whatever you know now which is like it's not bad because if you got something to offer then you don't know, give it to the people right. but but yeah, like that. There's so much
2: information. Everyone so it feels sure. like yeah. overwhelming.
3: Exactly. Like, yeah. People just yeah. do anything nowadays. I feel like just to gain, you know, money. Look at that. Um, AI, not AI. Um, the girl that's like oh, the pinky, pinky. Yeah. List,
1: the, oh, the, the um, what's that the is it NPC? Yeah, yeah NPC, she does NPC, NPC. Something like that. Yeah. Like, like, the girl from Ice Cream. Ice cream so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, in yeah, so
3: like, award shows and stuff,
1: Like there must be somebody behind anything. the camera. Speak less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like again, hustle culture that is definitely like yeah. a huge influence and the way that like, people could talk to you online sometimes. Right. So like you see their bank account, you see how much money they're getting, it's like, okay, dang, what am I doing? You know, nice. yeah. so
2: yeah. I feel like I was never looking at that. I'm looking like during COVID, I spent most of my time crying and watching,
0: movies. School, about, that's why we didn't worry yeah. about. That's why we didn't worry about four X. We were dealing with trying to wake up for class. You know? I was well, dealing we, with
2: staying in my bed. I,
1: <laughs> say, I, I didn't. I, I actually stayed absent the semester that I decided not to enroll into school. COVID happened and everything was shut down. Yeah. And I won't lie. Maybe I was happy. I was happy. happy. I think right? every college student <laughs> was happy mm-hmm. when everything got shut down. And then, like, classes was, like, online. Man, yeah. everybody, people who had seats started good. getting Days, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a time to be the alive. <laughs> I'm like, can
3: we do this more often? Right.
2: <laughs> right. Somebody gets sick. Yeah.
3: Except for um, those people who were supposed to graduate that year. Me yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah I sorry. did it yeah. Cause, cause that whole thing. You have but prom. Yeah.
2: Uh, what's it called? Prom. Not face to face prom. The, what's was the quarantine prom. You had quarantine prom.
3: No, no, I graduated um from my AA that year. Mm-hmm. Not, not high school. Oh, so you couldn't mm-hmm. walk. Yeah. In I couldn't room. walk. Yeah. yeah, and my birthday trip was canceled.
1: So, like, it happened on my birthday. Yeah, I know Did we get on, get on topic, little... but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Like, <laughs> social media, house a culture. Yeah. Baby. And then yelling at people on Instagram telling us that we're right. Both. Definitely a motivation <laughs> to get up off your ass and go do and something. People
2: call you a lazy bum around the world.
0: <laughs> right. right. But wait, y'all. So, like, what are, what are some ways that you try to cope with the stress when trying to achieve your goals and having so many things on your plate and having multiple goals at one time?
3: Um. I'm, I'm honestly still trying to figure that out, to be honest.
0: But you made it this far, so how did you cope with everything when you were trying to get your AA? You know,
3: just trying to keep grounded. Um, whenever I'd be stressed, I'd go out for nature walks, mm. um, be one with you know with Earth. Uh, <laughs> getting my Erica by on. one. You know. Yeah. Um, you know and honestly i got a puppy around that time so just that um sounds like it, it was stressful what? <laughs> it was <laughs> but um she motivated me to go out a lot you know because without her like i would have like just stayed home and been even more stressed um but yeah just watching like favorite shows whatever whatever reminds you of of peace. That's what I
2: would say. Just do. Ooh, stress. I don't think there's been a point where I haven't been stressed Well haven't not, been, not stressed. been
1: stressed. Yeah, I don't know. Just become
2: comfortable with well, it. That's not a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I would honestly just pick pick what it piggybacking something mm-hmm. piggyback off of what you said. Yeah. just like um like stay grounded if there were things that you were doing that you really enjoyed even if it's like from childhood whether it's like coloring or painting or pottery or something like just kind of go back to like those i would say those childlike things that you used to do then maybe that'll bring some type of it'll make you feel safe probably you know um but yeah i'm still trying to learn how to um manage my stress Because I don't know how to do it, but you know, life is just learning experience. So, or go to sleep, naps. Yeah, no, naps. (laughs) Naps. yeah. That's
0: what he's saying. That's what Ethan meant about being
2: comfortable with the stress. I think you know, you just sleep it off, right?
0: No, but I mean, Mm -hmm. like
2: creative outlets too. Mm -hmm. But you really just find. I I read something one time, but it was like channeling. Channeling stress is more like stress is more like energy or nervous energy, like an anticipation put into mm-hmm. yeah it's like readying yourself for something mm-hmm. yeah. but if you can just like accumulate that and channel it into whatever you want
3: it's basically yeah. anxiety yeah like yeah. you mm-hmm. said like anxiety is basically thinking about the future and you need something to ground you someone mm-hmm. something to make you feel present in the now
2: like the focusing techniques we like count yeah. stuff around the room but it's like yeah yeah, yeah. In, writing yeah.
1: And then, too, I know we mentioned it earlier, but, like, um, time management and prioritizing can definitely help with stress as well. Like, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, the one thing that I definitely do, I got a whole Excel sheet for, like, all of my assignments (laughs) Uh, for, like, the entire semester. I have folders on my computer to, like, categorize everything. So, when I feel overwhelmed, I literally just take a sticky note or write every single thing I got to do by the end of the week and then just, like, the due dates for it and just categorize it what's important color code it like all of that stuff just to yeah. make it pop out and you know bring your or bring your attention to it do that kind of stuff
0: that's what that's kind of what i do but mm-hmm. not that deep because like, <laughs> <laughs> but ethan knows me like um every day or i try at least every day i write like i have a journal where i do mm-hmm. i write my move, in affirmation mm-hmm. a bible verse okay. and then my to-do list and then the the goal of my to-do list is to accomplish, like, you have a set amount of goals, but I tend to put more than what I should be doing just so, it's just so I can actually accomplish what I need. So I will put assignments all the way until the end of the week or something. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I only need to do the first three things, three things on the yeah. thing. So planning is important, time management, and staying grounded, and always keeping your eye on the prize of, you know, what you're actually there for, because there are going to be some influences that try to drive you from the path, and there are going to be like other things that you think are going to be better, but you have to always remember what you came here for, whether it's a degree, um, whether it's to make money, you know. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our podcast of how to manage stress while achieving your goals, and that's with Karon,
1: Amber and Janaya,
0: and our guests so see y'all for our next episode on Beyond the Set